0: start with the pricope. You start with the immediate context of what it's saying because that's where it's, it's giving the definition of the words, the terms, things like that. Then you branch out to the, to, you want to go chapter, you can do chapter, but chapter breaks are not inspired. Neither are verse breaks, but you break out from that. So you want, if you have something that is a section where you are starting to, uh, where as we are looking at, you have something that is supporting. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to start with, well, what's this supporting? That's the immediate context that right there in that, in that part. So you're going to use that because where in the sentence structure may end up helping us to see how a word is used, what it's emphasized, And what's it supporting? Is it being used as an illustration or as a literal? Things like that. Then you branch out and work your way out to to a book. You can end up then going, if you're looking at specifically a word, you're going to then want to look at how that word is used by the same author, because the author may not use the word the same way you then can break out into how the word is used elsewhere in Scripture. But just because a word is used several times one way by many writers of Scripture doesn't mean it's being used the same way every time. And so that's why the immediate context is so important. This is Apologetics Live. To answer your questions, your host, from Striving for Eternity Ministries, Andrew Rappaport. We are live, Apologetics Live, here to answer your most challenging questions about God and the Bible. We can answer any question that you have about God and the Bible. We do it every week. You come in, you give us some challenging question, and I go, I don't know because I don't know is a perfectly good answer. I'm your host Andrew Rapport from Striving for Eternity. I'm going to bring in my co-host here who's only with us for about 45 minutes Mr. Drew Von Nita. <clears throat>
1: howdy. Howdy, howdy. That's uh that, that that seems to be my favorite answer to any bible question is I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And it gets me out of like especially like on Twitter I'm like eh, I don't know. Oh, that's okay. You're right. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, All well right,
0: Speaking of Twitter, wait, X. It's the X Twitter. X, yeah. You know yeah. that's what happens when you leave Twitter, right? Your X Twitter. Supposedly, um, people on Twitter that respond. Did I just see a little child run past you? Wow, That's yep. neat! And trying to see how fast he or she could go.
1: Um, he. Well, we only have boys for now. Um, yeah. So, uh, but he is he's very fast. <clears> he yeah. Very fast. Yeah.
0: So supposedly now. They've uh, they've made some changes, and we will be able to supposedly put up comments that are put on Twitter. So if you're watching us oh, on cool. Twitter, we now uh, StreamYard should have that where we would be able to to see those. Okay, <clears throat> now we only have Drew for 45 minutes. We're gonna change mm-hmm. things up. We are gonna. I, I was planning on triggering. Drew and making him stick around for longer and see, but he's got something he, he actually has to go do. So we're going to postpone the in the news section. Um, I'm just going to let Drew know, he, he here's, so he knows what he's missing. Uh, we're, we're going to talk about in the in the news section, there's, I don't know if any of you guys heard, uh, there's this big, big, huge news that the, you know, Epstein client client list has been released. Well, no, not really. I'm going to tell you why the client list will never be released. It may not be what you're thinking, but it's very simple to know what really is going on there. Okay? I'm just going to lay the facts out. I'll let you come to your own conclusions. You'll know the real reasons. By the end of the show, because we'll end with that, You know, which, you know, we also may not be able to, you know, Drew will have to listen later to find out how a woman could be raped in the metaverse. Yes, that's a real case before court. Mm hmm. Yep. We will talk about that. Those are two things I had for the in the news section, but we're going to wait on those. Um, So. Uh, Mr. Hunhold is saying chat is active on Twitter for streaming. Supposedly, I got a message saying that now Streamyard is working with uh, X so that they would be able to, we'd be able to see the comments from there. We usually see the ones on some Facebook, Facebook pages. I think it is if it's in mm-hmm. the page, but YouTube is the one that seems to work the best. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to join us and ask us some difficult questions, you can go to apologetics you just scroll down to the little duck icon. That's the, the stream yard icon and click on the duck and give your permissions, of course, to the uh, browser to use your microphone and camera and join us. So and
1: Jason Cave says, how about them dogs, brother Drew? That's right. So now let me explain here, Andrew, because you don't understand this.
0: I didn't know you have a dog.
1: Uh, I do, but he stays way back in in the backyard. Yeah. Um, the George Bulldogs won the Orange Bowl against Florida State University, and they didn't just win, they demolished.
0: Oh, you mean like Florida how State Trump won game. in 2020? Demolished, but so they cut. Co- no?
1: So, sort, of, hmm. the oh, okay. yes, um, sort of, but not the same. Oh, uh, yes. Sort of, but not the same. So the Bulldogs <laughs> won 63-3 and 63. This is a, a football game?
0: Yes. sixty. Yes. So it wasn't like
1: basketball
0: where you get like sixty-three points scored. Mm-hmm. Wow!
1: And this is it's making because the Georgia people because you get
0: like seventy or seven points, right? If you if you score touchdown and get the field goal a touchdown,
1: and, so so points for a touchdown and an it's extra like seven points. points, right? It makes seven points. Wow! Yes. So
0: so they did like almost so nine. Wow, that's a lot. It is. That's it is. almost embarrassing.
1: Yeah, and the, but the thing is, is it's making a lot of Georgia people upset because we had the best record in NCAA, but we don't get to play in for the national championship, and that has to do with all the politics in the NCAA, and so now we, being the best team, don't get to play for the national championship, uh, and we have to watch all the other teams that are not as good as
0: us. Well, way. I mean, since you're talking about dogs, uh, Eric Mancini is saying that Frank Mullis has cat calendars. So <laughs> I, I guess that takes some explanation on who Eric and Frank are. So f- many folks here know Frank Mullis, Past Frank Mullis. It was one of our speakers at Striving for Eternity. Eric Mancini is his nemesis. Mm. And he's not only a nemesis, but a nemesis with a cat. That's basically what it is. And so, yeah. Uh, actually, speaking of nemesis, look who we have here. It's Mr. Hanholz himself, the nemesis. Wow. Of, oh, there we oh. Go. you know, I, I know why he's actually here. Why is that? Because he's afraid we're going to steal all his material for Voice mm. of Reason Radio. And he wants to come in and make sure that he can claim. That he was the originator of what we're going to talk about tonight. And so when he says it on his show, he says, well, I was on Apologetics Live, but I had it first. All right. He, he brought all his show notes yeah. because, Drew, you and I both know that he comes with show notes to his show, right? That's right. Okay. That's
1: true. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: So welcome, Chris.
1: But let me, let, let me just say, now, the reason this show came about is Andrew called me. The other night, and we were t- we were on the phone talking about it. And I said, "Well, hey, why don't we do this? Because it's a big thing in the Twitterverse right now, and there's some backlash from supposed Christians about this very topic, which is kind of odd."
0: Okay, so let me talk about the topic, and then I'm going to talk about what I called you about as well, because we should start with that too. So mm-hmm. we're and I didn't know about this. I'm not on, and it's not the Twitterverse; it's the Xverse. I mean, come on, get up with the the times. I mean. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so you were telling me how in the X verse uh, there is a whole bunch of brouhaha about the fact that there are a, a, there's a calendar of conservative Christian women in bu- bikinis. Yeah. I will admit I know nothing of it. I didn't see the calendar. I don't plan to see the calendar. Um, so I don't need to know much details about the calendar to talk about the topic of modesty. Okay. So right. for for the record, I leave the looking at the immodest women to drew. Um, what? Well, you're the one that knows all about the calendar. I knew nothing. So, which by the way,
1: I have not.
0: Seen <laughs> all right. So here's the thing. Here's what y- I called you. And I want to let folks know what we plan to do, not every single week on Apologetics Live, but probably many of them this year. Uh, I'm going to have you guys help me with uh, some of my debate prep for my debate with Michael Brown on the charismatic gifts. Uh, there is a, a show. Now, I will I will say I have yet to listen to episodes from them, but I've downloaded about 60 or 70 episodes to start listening to. And we're going to review them here throughout the year it's a show called remnant radio or, or the remnant radio uh they're charismatics from what i gathered why why are we going to review well one of the things is is they claimed as was shared to me these clips that they are willing to debate the issue of the continuation of gifts with anyone that's willing to debate them and i said hi here i am and you know what you know what i got back crickets that's right crickets uh someone who challenged me told me how i'm a coward i'm not willing to debate them um i said i've offered the debate i contacted their them through their their page and you know the the youtube and i haven't heard anything uh other people tagged me and said andrew's willing to debate you i haven't heard anything now, for the record, I am a coward. I'm afraid of these guys. Granted, I don't know who they are. They may be very good at debates. I am such a coward, Drew, that I was, I'm willing to debate um, a guy who has, what, like 100 profet- uh, formal debates? Michael Brown. Yeah. yeah. At least Michael Brown is man enough to take the debate. Yeah. Don't say Thank you're God. willing to debate and then run from it and say everyone else is being the coward.
1: Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Chris, when, uh, uh, do the terms Andrew run or Andrew coward or Andrew afraid
2: of debate, uh, do those words ever seem to go together? <laughs> my, my rule of thumb has been, why am I getting an echo? Um, my rule of thumb has been where angels fear to tread Andrew goes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so what we're going to do is since, since they won't debate me, uh, then what we're going to do is we're going to take clips from their show and interact with them. And so uh, that'll actually help me in my prep for the debate with Michael Brown, which means hopefully there's going to be some folks that believe in the continuation of gifts that you're going to reach out, come on the show and we're going to have good dialogues. And that way we could discuss these things. And, and Hey, the worst is, is that the arguments that Michael and I make are going to be much better and it'll be a much better product for the Christian community. Uh, that's yeah. one of the things I was—I I will say before we get into the topic tonight. I was really glad about when I did talk to Michael Brown about the debate, <clears throat> the fact that he he and I both had a strong view that strong we want to present. We want oh, we're, getting some, we're getting some echo from Chris, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I muted you. So um, you can unmute when you get figure out your, your tech. So both Michael and I were very committed to producing good content to have a debate that doesn't have name calling isn't doing all that but being able to have something that will be useful for the body of christ um facebook user says y'all got buddy the elf on now i would like to say that that must be hap's Addison, because you know Haps is always the one that likes to be Facebook user, but he's he decided a good time to do the passing the torch classes uh, would be during (laughs) Apologetics Live. Haps, what in the world, man? So I responded as he said, "Hey, we're going to start classes," and I'm like, "Yeah, well, it'll be real interesting when I have to teach the classes, and I'm here just saying." Uh,
1: you know you know what I notice is in oh it's Pastor Darren, uh Pastor Darren Sid. Oh okay. But uh in Chris's brand new office setup, he doesn't have any of his buddy the elf memorabilia. Oh, so he I has. It. He's got some Ultraman all over the place. No, he's, he's got it.
0: He's got no, 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 no. Oh, he has. Right he has Buddy the Elf cup hidden up and above. You, yeah, see, see, he's pointing to it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's let's talk about this calendar stuff, and then we'll, we'll get to the in the news section uh, afterwards uh, to talk about uh, some stuff that that came up there. Um, so I'm not from. I, look, I didn't know about the calendars until you mentioned it the this is not new to me i mean i'm not surprised i should say i mean it's like this is this is yet again probably a someone who is at least a professing christian looking to act like the world meaning hey a great way to make money everyone else does calendars everyone else has girls in bikini calendars let's do one with christians Um, the fact that, as you shared with me some some of the stuff, and seeing that there's people professing Christians, professing Mm -hmm. conservative Christians, that are saying, hey, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. That's actually kind of concerning. And the reason is twofold. One, that kind of gets me, is one, it says that the Christian community probably has been so influenced by the world that girls Mm -hmm. in bikinis are probably not a big deal to them anymore. Right. Okay.
1: Well, the thing, you know, and it's not just, and Chris, uh, you're very active on on X as well.
0: So <laughs> active? I thought he not lives not there. Just,
1: <laughs> now that he's retired. <laughs> yeah, now that he's retired, that's home. <laughs> but it's not just professing Christians saying it's not a big deal. It's professing Christians actually going on the attack and fighting for it—that's what makes it even more yeah. concerning. Because it's one thing to just brush it off and say oh, it's not a big deal. It's another thing to say yeah, it's not a big deal, but we have to have this, or we must have this, or I'm going to fight for this. And the thing is, is like, um, so now I don't know if all of the the women on there are professing Christians. I know Riley Gaines, the Olympic swimmer. I think she was an Olympic swimmer. I don't know. Um, but we all know she's very active in the CRT, collegiate. trans type stuff. Yeah, she was a collegiate swimmer. Um, she's on there, and I know she's a professing believer. And so it's, it's one okay, of those Okay, so,
0: so let's, let's, let me stop you there because this is what you and I talked about, right? Mm-hmm, now, right, right. she's a swimmer. Is it mm-hmm. unusual for her to be in a bathing suit?
1: It's no. not unusual for her to be in a bathing suit. No. No. Um, and, and she probably doing? is very
0: comfortable in a bathing suit because that's where she's sure. going to be photographed in bathing suits
1: right so now it's one thing to be to to in your sport have to wear that in your sport right because something like swimming or running the goal is to wear as little as possible or as skin tight as possible so that you have less drag right it creates less drag so that you can move faster it's another thing to voluntarily pose in as little as possible for the sole purpose of marketing yourself or marketing something to men,
0: yeah. So the the question is is and this was the question when you mentioned her that I asked you is was she in a bikini, right? Because yes. that that then is different. Yes. She's not wearing a bikini when she goes to swim right. for her sport, right?
1: Now I think she's on the cover because um, that's the picture that's going around is the cover of the of the uh, the calendar. <clears throat> I think she's on the cover. I'm not sure if that's her or not. Um, but yes, she, um, from what I understand, all the women that are featured in there, in this conservative, and of course we go, well, what are we conserving? Um, they, they are featured, all featured in bikinis.
2: Well, I think that's the, the real headache in all of this is that what does conservative mean? Because once upon a time, and I I wrote something that I threw both on Twitter and on the blog, is that once upon a time, you know, the conservative political machine recognized there was something um, objective about morality, and that fed into the belief system about why we wanted smaller government, why freedom and liberty was important, and as we began to you know, become more consumed with just getting elected, that objective morality became an obstacle. And I, I remember as much as 10, 15 years ago, having a coworker who said she wanted to see the uh, Republican Party jettison abortion and gay marriage as a platform issue because – you know, you know, we, we need to be worried about, you know, uh, you know, winning the election number one and number two, um, you know, you know, everybody's going to have their, their, their different perspectives and all this stuff. And it's not, it's not helping them. And we went from having any sense of uh, objectivity, objective morality that drove why we believe what we believe to, we need to win. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And you see that going forward. One of the biggest contributing arguments to just this particular issue is, well, you know, all this stuff is, is not going to do you any good if we lose and we can't address it if we're not in office. So it's, it's become an an entirely pragmatic argument. That's why, um, they're aping the, the, the left. They, they've uh, unhitched themselves. They've done an Andy Stanley. They've unhitched themselves from the church and they see it only as a, uh, a demographic to get votes for, but they see no need for our voice or our or our belief system. And so yeah. what they're trying to do is all that matters now is winning. That's the only driving factor. So if it means aping what the left does and accepting sexual immorality, which is what this is. Then that's what they're going to do. That's why they will partner with people like Dave Rubin, openly homosexual, who will rent the womb of a mother so that he can have a custom-made baby. That's why they'll congratulate him, pat him on the back, lift him up as, a, as an icon. I think you did a podcast episode on that. Yeah, we absolutely <laughs> did. In fact, it's going to be again. And yeah, uh, but, but, but uh, he, that, that's, the, that's the whole point is that you know the, the, the conservative political machine isn't conservative it rick or excuse me drew you said it right on the head what are you conserving you might as well change it to something else you might as well just change it to not the left call it anything but conservative because you're not you're not conserving anything you're just simply trying to be an alternative you know call it say we're not. hey at least we're not democrats you know that's
0: they're a little bit less out. they're a little bit less left or less
2: exactly. marxist right yeah exactly i mean and that's the thing it's like what Everybody says, "Oh, well, we need to vote in the right." Why? Yeah, you want yeah. government solutions from these guys. You're not asking for small government. Well, Why do you want them? Well, uh, so, okay, it. so so well, hold on a second. Because
0: <laughs> what I don't want to do, um, I don't want to do exactly what you're saying. Right? We, we it's so easy for us to fall into the political aspect of it as well. Mm-hmm. And and really, I think I want to at least start with more of a biblical view with this because I think there. Look what I see concerning. And Drew sent, gave me some th- things with Twitter, and I went and looked up some stuff and was like, wow, okay. So it was interesting because there were comments about the fact that you have some people who are defending this, and, and some people are kind of calling out going, hmm, it looks like you want these calendars. Could it be you like looking at them? But you feel more spiritual about the fact that but they're Christians. It's not bad. And and that seems to be some of the what, what I was seeing in some people. Like, well, it's it, because it's Christians, it's okay for us to look at women not properly dressed. Like that makes it okay. But that is some of the 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 issue of what I what I ended up seeing. And so you know, as we look at that. I want us to to just address the issue first from a biblical perspective of, of modesty and I'm going to tell you right off the bat I am going to accept uh, I am going to upset many people here mm. men included okay because I'm going to say something that when we talk about modesty that is going to upset everybody I think
1: I know where I think I know where you're going to go. And I think I'm going to agree
2: with it as well. (laughs) It wouldn't be apologetics live if you didn't offend all of us at some point.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No. No. Okay. So do you remember when we had less and we and we had everyone on talking about. uh, I got the screenshot (laughs) when we started talking about justification by faith. And Andrew was talking about uh, basically disagreeing with us on the point of regeneration.
0: Not disagreeing with the Bible, but you, but okay.
2: <laughs> I have the well, screenshot of everybody's
1: face. Han Holtz has this perfectly timed screen sh- screenshot of all of us going, "Huh." <laughs> it's great, it beautiful. But beautiful but, but to get back. Um, so a lot of what what Hanholtz was just saying, we see we, we do see it in the abortion movement, right? We see well, we just need to get these people elected so we can end abortion. Then once we got them elected, it was well, we just need Roe v. Wade to be overturned, right? Then once Roe v. Wade was overturned, it was oh well, no one's going to vote for that. We've we've got to gain traction, and no one's going to want to vote for the abolition of of abortion. Okay, you're just continuing to push the goal post a little more well yeah but but now what i'm gonna say this and i've said it before um with my host uh chris huff who's backstage and i said it when we were talking about when we did our episode on head coverings on matter of theology and it was people don't realize the christian the the american church they don't realize how influenced by feminism they are because yeah. this is very much an influence of the feminist movement that came in that told women, you can do whatever you want with your bodies well, and, and you don't have to cover. It's the men who need to just control themselves.
0: We're going to push that even further because, and, and this is where, as I mentioned, you know, I'm going to bring in some stuff from, from the news in the news section. But it's going to tie into this because there is stuff that go that's going on with the the third wave of feminism. And we did an episode on that here Sometime last year, early in the year, I think, but where you look at the waves of feminism, where now the argument is, well, as women, we have to put ourselves out, we have to have control over over things. I'm going to hold off on that because I, I really want to jump right. I want to jump into some scripture here and see what scripture has to say on this, and then you know, make sure I upset some people. <laughs> okay, I will upset them because, well, that's just the way it is. It's, but here here's what scripture says. This is First Timothy. Uh, Chapter two, I'm starting here in verse nine. Likewise, I want women to adorn themselves with proper clothing, modestly and discreetly, not with braided hair and golds or pearls or costly garments, but rather by means of good works as is proper for women making a claim to godliness. Let's look at this. He's, he, he says he wants them modest. He wants them be, being discreet. Now, what's this whole thing with braiding your hair with gold and pearls and clothes? That's, we, we believe that as we look at the history that the, the prostitutes would braid their hair with gold. Now, keep in mind that uh, in that at that time, and even today, Jewish women would not let you see their hair. They cover their hair, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a thing where to, you know, if they're sitting here and they braid their hair with gold or pearls, so so it attracts the the view of men. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is a culture where they didn't dress the way people do today. So they -hmm. had to use other things to gather, get the attention and this would be their hair.
1: What we we can say today is women uh, should adorn themselves with proper clothing, modestly and discreet, not wearing leggings. I was going to say (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's going to get worse than that. so hold on. It, we will get worse than that. Uh, but but what does it say here? This is what is proper for women making a claim of godliness. Mm-hmm. So if so if you're gonna sit there and say, oh you guys are just you're against women. No, no, we're being really clear. Okay. What Scripture says is, if you claim you're claiming mm-hmm. to be a Christian woman, you're claiming to be a woman of godliness. Then yes, mm-hmm. yes, th- this this
1: applies to you. Yeah. Now yeah, l- say, let me let me just in those comments, um, this, which was also really disturbing, is you saw uh, mothers defending their children. In, in dressing that way or being models, right? Which, which leads you to, which also would lead to go that this also gains a father's approval. Now as a husband, now my wife would, ne- she would never do that out in public, right? That, and she does, she makes that conviction on her own, but at the same time, I don't want her dressing that way either. And she yeah. knows it. And also, um, not only do I not want her dressing that way, I don't want other men looking at her in that way. Let alone if, I had a, if, if we had a daughter, I definitely would not want that. So
0: let me take this now to an issue that I see very common within Christian circles on social media. We, we look at women in modesty, And a lot of people talk about, well, women should be modest in their apparel. We agree. I just read the scripture. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Hey, guys, you too. (laughs) I don't care how much weight you've lost. We do not need to see you stripped down to your underwear in a before and after photo to see how good you look. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is what we have going on today and and I know I'm going to, you know, quote someone who claims to be Christian, but seems to be more Catholic, but I don't, you know, and that's Candace Owens. She just did an episode today where she makes the argument very well, I may say, made the argument that it's the women today that are the perverts. When you look at the third wave feminism, where has it led? It, it led to you're you're saying women shouldn't wear leggings? Think about how many cases we see of women going to the gym, having things hanging out, and then they get upset when guys look at them and they try to make a big deal. They record it and say, Oh, I'm a victim. Well, Candace Owens had a woman that decided, You know, what's the difference between leggings and paint? And so she went to the gym wearing nothing but paint, Mm -hmm. and a guy threw her out of the gym. Good for him. Mm-hmm. And she, along with a bunch of other guys who probably wanted her in the gym so that they could stare at her, were sitting there trying to defend it. Okay, so, so the, the reality is, is don't tell me that the girls don't want to look at the guys' bodies either. Okay? So guys nowadays are doing this. It's, it's, it's like we're doing a role reversal here where the girls are trying to be like, oh, we, we can flaunt it and it's not a big deal but it's the guys that we're looking at. And so this is something we talk about modesty and I know you, you know, Drew, you want to talk about the calendars, but I wanted to extend it because this is something I've been seeing Mm -hmm. on social media a lot from Christian Mm -hmm. men who we would Mm -hmm. say are good conservative guys, Mm -hmm. guys in our own camp, but what are they doing? Here's Mm -hmm. what I used to look like. Here's what I look like today. And, there's, they're wearing less than some of the girls probably in this bikini, you know. Calendar.
1: Chris Huff and I have talked at length about this throughout probably I don't know the past three four years or so. Oh <laughs> man! Like
3: yeah, we've we've talked a bunch about this, a bunch about this, and I have a lot of thoughts about this as well. And well, let, let,
0: let me let me say this is you're right. Chris, you you post pictures of you working out in the gym, yep. right? You do, and that's encouraging to people. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just post pictures of a, of an of a bathtub. Okay, <laughs> for a cold plunge. That's that's yeah. <laughs>
1: he supposedly took. I believe him. I no, believe
3: him. No, no, I, nobody nobody's gonna brag about doing a cold <laughs> plunge if they,
1: no. unless they actually do it. Trust listen, me. listen.
0: You can ask my you them. can ask my neighbors because I think they heard the scream. That
1: <laughs> look, look, see. I don't I don't brag about it, but I've been doing this for about six or seven months or so, and that's in the shower. I'll end my shower with about three to five yep. minutes of yep. cold water. Yeah. Yep, and Make because it it, yeah. it's it's really it's really good for you
0: yeah yeah it's
2: very it's i very good pray. for you.
0: it's 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 <laughs> yes. it's even it's even better than watching you know buddy the elf okay so but to, <laughs> to chris to chris Huff's, you know you post pictures or videos of you working out hmm? yeah but in those you're not i mean you're dressed i'm yeah. i'm fully clothed yeah OK, yes, there's a big difference there. Like, so and if I'm you're
3: very careful, by the way, I'm very careful th- th- and this plays into it. And I'm just let me just say this. I'm very careful um, when I do that of angles.
0: Mm-hmm. I was going to um, say that
3: and. Very, very, very careful on length as well. Why are there balloons? That's cool. did you guys see that <laughs> you um,
0: you went like this, and the, and, and oh, you're probably Apple's using it. Doing some you're crazy using it. Yeah, you're using a new iPhone software where if you do certain, wow. like when Chris did the two thumbs up, he he got
3: yeah, 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 it was like yeah. So so, but I mean, you have to be mindful of that stuff. Um, you can do it tastefully. It, it, I mean, I, I I know people personally. Um, and I, we all know people personally, we'll put it that way, who, who Andrew, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're thinking, of thinking about, let me just go ahead and say it. Like, I understand that might be your job. You might, you, th- that may be what the Lord has given you as far as a way to provide for your family, but it can be done in a way. that that does not cause people to stumble. I think of Paul's words in Romans 14. I think of Paul's words to the church at Corinth when he's, when he's reminding them to, to not do anything to cause a weaker brother or sister to stumble in any way, shape or form. And of course, Paul's talking about what you eat, the meat that you eat, if you, you know, but, but, but the same principle applies in this situation, you know, going back to the Riley Gaines thing, Couple of things, real quick. I've been I've been sitting on this. I wasn't going to jump in, but but I've been sitting on this for a minute. A couple of things about Riley Gaines. Now, I have not seen the calendar. I heard about it, like like Drew and Hanholtz, like and it was all over Twitter X. And but my thing with Riley is, um, you know, appears to be a sister in the Lord. She's done some fantastic work in the political arena and fighting for women's uh, women's rights against, you know, trans men that claim to be trans. And because I like what Daryl Harrison says, no one is trans. Um, And they, you know, she's done a, a fantastic thing there, professes to love the Lord Jesus Christ. And she very well may. But there's a difference between wearing a one piece bathing suit Um, to compete in a sport where your focus, your focus and drive is to compete according to the rules and to win. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference between that and then posing. I don't care how modest the bikini is. I don't care if it's a one piece. If you're posing in such a way that it's provocative to have people look at your body, then what you are doing is you're causing people to stumble men and women brothers and sisters.
0: Um, And and, and let me just say with that, with the stumbling is because the argument I can see people saying, Chris is just grow up, like get over it, you you know? And so, Mm -hmm. so here's the thing. When we talk about men, same thing.
1: Yeah. Right. Don't don't say, Oh,
0: well, come on. Girls aren't going to be, girls aren't like that. It doesn't matter.
3: Oh yes, they are. They so, absolutely are. So because and, and and here's here's the thing, man. Here, here's here's the thing. Like I, uh, like in, in, in the stuff that, the reason I post workout videos is to is to promote the program that I've been doing for over a year and and what what those guys are doing, um, and and to encourage anybody who would see that to stay active to get active. Yeah. But at the same time, I've gotten messages from people that I have to block. And then i show those messages to my wife i show those messages to my buddy alex who's keeping me accountable with stuff like that they've got my logins to my social media so they can see that stuff like but yeah women aren't doing that beg to differ yeah they absolutely are so my 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 thing is like this like yeah okay grow up or or you'll have people that that use this argument well just because someone's a weaker <clears throat> brother and sister d- doesn't mean they can use their weakness against me and prevent me from doing what yeah. I want to do. So, so well, let me, you're absolutely right. It's twofold. Let me it's say this: I know, I know, Chris ahead.
0: Hanholds wants to say something, but just to give some some statistics or data behind what you said. Mm-hmm. So, uh, some people may know I used to work at a, a addiction recovery center as a counselor. We we had just men at the time. We were adding a woman's program. So a bunch of research went into adding women's because women's addiction and men's addiction become different. Interesting mm-hmm. thing with women's addiction, what was discovered is we had to have three women to a room. Unlike the men, it's two to a room. Why? Be, well, one of the things we know is that when people just trade addictions, we also had to have the women so far away from the men because the, when the women switch from drugs or alcohol, they go to sex almost every mm-hmm. time. And the reason yeah. for three yep. is because if you put two, one is going to dominate the other woman and you're going to have problems. So like, don't yeah. say they're not they're not prone to it because the, the tons of data in women's addiction says otherwise. Chris Hunholtz, go ahead. Go
2: ahead. So I, I, I'm seeing comments in the YouTube comments um, addressing kind of what you guys are saying about the uh, stumbling, uh, you know, a, a brother or sister. And it's like, well, this isn't going to stop lust. Okay, fair point. Here, let me add to this, though. What is Scripture's command and why is it given? There you go. We are called mm-hmm. to present ourselves in a specific manner. Why? To yep. honor God. Yep. Why is sexual immorality such a great grievous sin? Why why is it over and over again listed amongst the sins that if you continue in this you are not inheriting the kingdom? Mm. It is because God has designed our bodies for a specific union between one man and one woman in a lifetime monogamous relationship called marriage and that is the only place, the only place in which that kind of revealing of the body Is permissible. Mm -hmm. So if you, whether you stumble someone or not, whether lust exists Mm -hmm. in the culture or not, whether people will lust or not, God has given us a specific command about how we are to present ourselves because marriage is God's picture of his, uh, of his relationship with his people. And Mm -hmm. every single time we go, well, I, I can, you know, I can, I can show off my body and it's your problem. If you if you uh, you know, if you look with lust, you, sir or madam, are saying to God, my body is for me. Mm-hmm. It's not for God. It's mm-hmm. not to represent Christ to the world. It's for me. Mm-hmm. Now you've taken it out of God's hands. You've given it to yourself. And guess what? You have created an idol. Yep. So yes, to those in the in in the chat, chat saying, well, even if you're wearing a full burqa, lust isn't going to stop anything. You're right. Yeah, it sure. won't. But you are sinning against God, number one, if you lust, number two, if you present your body in a manner that is meant for marriage. It's a pride issue. Well, yeah, let, let, pride me, issue.
0: let me encourage this. Uh, Truth Be Known podcast, one of the podcasters of the Christian podcast community, go and listen to their most recent one with Gabe Hughes. And here's why. They got into talking about wearing a suit to church. Why wear a suit to church? And and you know I think it was Gabe, either Gabe or Nathaniel, one of them was talking about the fact of you, you wear a suit to work, but you'll wear jeans to church type of thing. Like so, you'll get dressed up more for for work than you do for the worship of God. The idea behind it is this, and I was thinking about it as they were as they were saying, you know, if if you knew your favorite president cuz you know if i just say the president and it's someone you don't like maybe it would, but the president the president is going to come to church with you the president's coming to your house you're going to his to the white house to meet the president are you going to dress
1: different than you do at church and
0: yeah. the issue is why would you do that yeah,
1: yeah you're because, because it's special you own in yeah. order to get a good suit right yeah
0: right. you it's mm-hmm. th- you know there used to be a time where people would get dressed up to go to the movies or to go to see a sporting event. I mean, it was really funny. My, my, my nephew's bar mitzvah were sitting there and we had like four hours to kill in between. Now, Chris Honholz will get a laugh at this, but we had four hours to kill in between. And so my son-in-law and my daughter, myself and my bride, we didn't know what to do. So my son-in-law wanted to go see some movie called End Endgame, is a Marvel movie. Okay. No, it was fun for me because I knew nothing of what was going on. I completely ruined it for my son in law, who had to explain the whole movie to me.
2: That was literally the worst movie to have gone to with no with no back. No. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So here's the thing. We we showed up, where were we? At a bar mitzvah.
0: We showed up in, in a jacket and tie for me and my son-in-law, dresses for the girls, and we go to get tickets. And the lady's just looking at us. The the, the manager calls the front desk to ask where we think we're supposed to be. <laughs> and, and, and she goes, uh, they're here to get tickets. And I'm like, someone's calling you because we walked in. He, he, could, he was looking on the camera, saw us walking in suits. And I was like, we, we got dressed up for the movie. What do you mean? Like we played it off that way, but that's what people used to do that. The yeah. point being is, yeah. the way people dress, we know that that is a reflection on the view they have of the event they're at, what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You have the president coming for dinner. You're going to the president's house for dinner. You're dressing different than you do to go play ball. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Or to hang yeah. out. Why? Because of the value that you put on the event. Okay, so now let me say this with the calendars. So you're going to put yourself out there as a Christian woman or Christian, period. Period. What is it you want people to see of you? Hmm. Your body
3: or your godliness? Your body or Christ. Like yeah. and, and this this goes back to something I was thinking about when you guys started. And and this is the main reason I jumped in. Is one of the reasons we're seeing, it's, what it's, we're seeing you, wait, right now. you didn't jump in because we triggered you? No. <laughs> um, it, it's it's a combination. You guys hit on I, I think part of it. Uh, the third wave feminism but it's also and i think the bigger issue especially for those who would profess faith in the lord jesus christ is this this is yet again the uh, rotten fruit of easy believism when it comes to those who profess to be followers of christ you know it, it it's it's presuming upon the grace of the lord it's not fearing the lord it's well, Jesus is my savior, so there's grace there. So I mean, he's it's for a good cause. So I can do this, I can pose, I can, I can buy it, I can look at it. It's not that big of a deal. But it's it's I, I think back to our Lord's words. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? I, I I mean, it's it's a question that we all have to ask ourselves each and every day. But but this is when I mean, you have professing believers defending this, when you have be careful here Mm -hmm. when you have people who claim to be reformed and they come and you say hey man put your shirt on put your shirt on and their response their response is oh man now look if someone's got a problem with it that's on them i don't think so man like it's cover up like you don't you don't know like you have a response like here's the thing too about social media and here's you know um you, we think about this, and everybody's always like, social media doesn't have i've, I've had we drew and I've had people say this right social media doesn't have any influence. you're just a blog blah, blah blah wait wait yeah. wait there,
0: there there's people trying to argue that social media has no oh, yes. influence on culture oh, yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely really so oh absolutely and y- and but yet they're probably arguing that on social media
3: no, no no, no? no. Oh, okay. No. This this no. particular person wasn't but, okay. <laughs> but, but, but but my thing is this, it's like, you know, do you or do you not have a responsibility to steward any sort of platform or any sort of influence, and I hate that word, that the Lord would give you. Mm-hmm. You know, Hanholtz, you're approaching what, ten thousand followers on Twitter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you have a responsi- you have a responsibility to shepherd that wealth. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, here, Chris, talk about influence in social media, right? The same person that said social media doesn't have any influence, but yet his wife is a photographer, wonderful photographer, amazing photographer, got noticed because she was posting just family pictures that she took on social media and it gained attention (laughs) from a lot of wealthy people (laughs) who would fly her out to do these big gigs and and right, right. So. It doesn't have any, it, it, it has influence all the way even to someone's job. Yeah.
3: I was just about to say that, man. I applied today, mm-hmm. today and this, I mean, I'm, I don't think anybody from my work is going to listen to this, but if they do, <laughs> I, 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 today I applied to a job where one of the responsibilities, one of the responsibilities is managing social media and posting on social media, replying to comments, engaging the timing of it, um, when to do it, how to do it, et cetera, so on and so forth. When I was with Just Thinking, when I was doing the stuff for JT, that was a big deal. The timing of our posts mattered. The, the way we replied to the comments, when we posted things, how we posted things, um, all of that, all of that plays into it. So if, if, if that has no influence, Are you kidding me? Like, so, so if you're a, let's let's talk about guys for a second, because we're all guys here. Like if I, I could take, I have before and after pictures of when I started doing the GBRS human performance program in November of 22. And I have pictures that I took January one. I'm not going to post those. That's my body is not my own. My body belongs to the Lord first and foremost, and to my wife second. Well, there's a thumbs up. Um, So I'm not going to share that because out of the people who would, who would choose to look at that men or women, I could cause them to stumble and I don't want to do
1: that. Well, let me say something because I'm about to have to hop off. Um, And if it, if it, if it ends uh, early, I'll jump back on. But uh, those who want to defend and make excuses for why we should be able to look at these things, that's equally sin. Oh, yeah. So not just those participating, those who are defending it are equally sinning. And the thing about lust, you know, uh, Hanholds, you brought up uh, passages, Bible passages about sexual immorality. And one of the things that makes all of those sins unique is sexual immorality um, and we're going to tie it to lust, of course, mm-hmm. because that's what this calendar is focused on, and, and all forms of immodesty are focused on lust. When we when we sin through sexual immorality or lust, it's it's a unique sin because it's a sin against our own body that the mm-hmm. Lord says, right? So it's not just we're doing it against something else. It's not we're doing it... Um, just against God. We're doing it against ourselves that's because right. we are also in the image of God. But also if we are married, who, yes. who are we sinning against? Your spouse, against our, your our child. Spouses. Yep. We're sinning against ourselves. that's a good point. Dude, yep. that's a that's a great point. You're also sinning against your children yes. if you have children.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: So so I said that. I'm gonna hop off. Yep. If I if I'm able to, I'll hop back on. Um so All I'll right. see you guys
0: so so here's the thing that I think when we look at this is there is an aspect where you know and I find it interesting we have uh a professing atheist who who is you know saying doth protest too much just admit you've googled it it's fine. See that's that's the whole thing is that we haven't. <clears throat> no. So sorry professor but we haven't no, I, uh, I you I know we we didn't need to because the difference is, is that when you want to honor god you don't need to go and just satisfy your curiosity right so this is the thing that that we end up seeing though that the there's the two aspects that i mentioned earlier that i see one is that there i think there's a lot of people who, who want to defend this sort of stuff, and I'm speaking of defending women who are poorly dressed or men that are poorly dressed. There is the aspect where some of them want to be able to look. And they want to be able to feel like they're okay, it's okay to look because they're Christians or they're just trying to show their, their you know, how much weight they've lost or whatnot. The, the Excuses that people can make so that they can, try to make themselves feel better about their behavior, okay? And I get that. It doesn't mean everyone's doing that. Sure. But there's the aspect of it where I think you have people who are secretly wanting to look at it. They, they, they're, they're wanting to feel it's okay. But there's others who, this is something where they start to justify because, well, this isn't as bad as what's on the TV. Now, when you've done that, I think you, when you get to that kind of argument, what that reveals is you don't even know the slippery slope that you've already fallen onto or fallen down. Because now what you're doing is you're, you're looking at the, the filth of the world and saying, well, we're not as bad as them. Okay, but that's not the standard go pick up your bible the standard is christ so now here's the question would you want christ doing such behavior i mean you want christ to be like hey don't focus on on godliness no he, the reality is that this is an issue that we get to sit there and say it's not the comparison of what Christians are doing compared to the world, it's what Christians are doing compared to Christ. And so that, it, that's the, the thing. What's the standard in which you're going to do this comparison? Because if you're going to judge against the world, yeah, we can always look better than the world.
3: But right, right. Well, I mean, and and when you say that, man, when you say, well, at least it's not as bad as as X, Y and Z, like I think of a couple of things. My mind goes to Romans chapter two um, and verse four, when, when Paul is saying that, or do you do you think lightly? Of the, the, the kindness, the patience, the tolerance, the forbearance, uh, knowing that the kindness of the Lord is what leads us to repentance. And, and so because he's, he's, he just laid out these sins of Romans 1, God gave them over, that judgment is coming on those who do these things and give hearty approval to those who do. But then he launches into, don't, don't, don't think that you're better. Just because you're not doing that and then and then i think about you know what we see in, in luke 18 and and it says verse 13 but the tax collector standing some distance away was was un- was even unwilling to lift up his eyes to heaven but was beating his chest saying god be merciful to me the sinner you know mm-hmm. like that's the response it's it's not but at least i'm not as bad as x y or z it, at mm-hmm. least I'm not like that guy. Well, no, I mean, okay. Praise the Lord that you might not be, but that's not the, that's not the framework. The framework is a oh, wretched man that I am. The framework is I'm a man of unclean lips. The framework is please God be merciful to me. Be, be gentle in your discipline and the grace of your discipline to me, the sinner.
2: Yeah. And, and just add a little bit more to what you were saying, Andrew, the, We're not as bad as them. I think another component of this, Christians who defend inappropriate, let's just, even if you don't want to say, oh, they're not posing lustfully, let's just take that out. Inappropriate pictures. Why? Because you have a conservative business using these pictures to raise money for the conservative political movement to forward You know, that the conservative political agenda and you have Christians who look at this and go, Mm -hmm. we need to defeat the left. This isn't near as bad as a lot of the stuff that's out there. We need to grow up and act like adults because this is what people do. And so rather than remembering scripture's command to not be unequally yoked with the unbeliever.
3: We and rather than remembering that the sovereignty of the Lord and that, that, that every political outcome is not up to us, but up to mm-hmm. him, and that we are sojourners and strangers of this world and citizens of heaven first, Amen. keep going. It
2: um, <laughs> is yoking ourselves with unbelievers who have jettisoned any uh, pretense of Christian morality, any kind of Judeo-Christian ethic, and have justified their behavior for po- social political gain, We are so consumed that we have to beat the other side, that we are willing to deny, tolerate, affirm, and celebrate immoral, inappropriate behavior on the part of professing Mm -hmm. Christians, even, who Mm -hmm. have votes in these calendars. And and from what I understand, not every person was immodestly (laughs) dressed. Some were dressed like, like 1950s housewife, I think, is what somebody said. I don't really care. I mean, if there's one picture, it's one too many. And if it's, if it's specific, you know, how about creating a calendar that was uh, celebrating the nuclear family? Well, that's not going to sell. Why? Because dads aren't going to put it up in their garage to look at a, at a loving nuclear family. This was, Hmm. this was, you know, made for a specific reason for give guys something to look at. And so it was, it clearly had a specific agenda in mind, whether, all the pictures were inappropriate or not. So Christians are now not only defending it, maybe because they want to look at it, uh, defending it because they've become so wedded to worldly thinking, they don't see the problem with it, but also because they have wedded themselves to a political movement that doesn't want anything from them, but their votes and the way, and I I didn't thumbs up. (laughs) You
0: (laughs) you accidentally (laughs) did.
2: And, And so, um, it, they've, they've so wedded themselves to it, they can't even see that what they're doing is dishonoring to God because they've put the political movement first. So that's that's the, the thing is that you you have this Christless, godless political movement that runs on the fumes and, the, and now at the vapors of Judeo-Christian ethic. It says, shut up, Christians. We don't want to hear from you. We don't, want to, we don't want your belief system, but we want your votes. So vote for us and partner with us and shut up. And you bring that to the forefront. And what happens? Shush, shush. We need this. You know, you're, you're getting in the way. You need to be quiet. You need to grow up. You need to be an adult. This is no big deal. It is a compromise on multiple levels. And what has yeah. happened is we forget that our first and foremost duty in this world is not to win elections, but oh. to
0: God. So, on, so man. here, here's the thing that I would challenge people with, whether they want to be in the calendar, look at the calendar, defend the calendar, or, or, or forget the calendar post guys or girls on social media. Hey, look at my weight loss. Look at my, you know, look at, how, okay. So I'm just, I'm going to put them all in that category. Here's the one question. You're standing before Christ. Is that how you want to be dressed? I mean, that, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Because when we stand before Christ, are we going to sit there and be like, oh, I, I'm comfortable being dressed this way? Or would I want to be dressed differently? And if I want to be dressed differently, then do that all the time. I mean, it doesn't well, mean you have to be in it. a suit all the time or, or dress all the time, but... Would you be willing to stand before Christ dressed the way you're looking to dress for social media?
3: Would you be, would you, and, and, and for those who are like, oh, come on, it's it's harmless. We can look at it or it doesn't matter. Let, let, let me take that question to another, another two other levels. Number one, would you look at something like that in the physical presence of Christ? One. Two, why are we going to celebrate join in the sins that crucified the Lord and would we be willing to engage in those sins, regardless of what they are at the foot of the cross during that crucifixion.
2: Well, and this goes to what we were saying earlier about, uh, you know, the, the steady diet of easy believism. I guarantee you, if you put that question out on Twitter and I'm calling it Twitter, I refuse to call it X, put it out on Twitter you would have a massive number of people who would say, I don't see a problem. And, and, and in fact, uh, our, our, our professing atheist, even though he doesn't like to be called that, um, has said, well, why, why wouldn't I just assume I would appear in that form when I appear before the Lord? The issue isn't that, you know, but the problem is, is most people won't think of it that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Most people will not recognize that the display of your body for anything other than your husband or wife in a committed relationship for you know all your lives until death do you part is a reflection of your relationship with God. They've not been taught that. They've not been taught that doing so, uh, doing so otherwise is sinful. They've not been taught any of these things. So they would think, oh well, sure. I don't have a problem being dressed like Riley Gaines, or I wouldn't be uh, have a problem being dressed like the the guy in the gym who's got you know uh, short shorts and a tank top that barely covers any of his body. Why would that be a problem? I'm not. I'm not doing it for anything, any reason. And they're not understanding because they haven't been taught, and that's the problem. Why do we see this partnership? Why do we see this willingness to compromise? Because they haven't been told it's a compromise. And when you <clears> to tell them it's a compromise, then they get you get the standard responses of your legalistic, your, uh, your, adding the mm. your uh, you're adding to scripture, your you're a your, Pharisee, you're a Pharisee. You get all of that because they're not being taught that because you have so many well, churches to see who are terrified to and talk. or and or their
3: consciences are seared to the point that it's they are not listening to that and or they are ignoring the conviction of the holy spirit and or how much time are they truly spending in their bibles yeah getting to know the god they profess to love getting to know how i mean earnestly seeking and desiring to know what the scriptures teach and what they mean by what they teach in order to apply that to look more and more like like the lord jesus christ which is the whole goal of sanctification
0: yeah i mean the the issue is i keep going back to it but what's the standard right and right the the fact is is that you have people you're like you're saying get get in the bible well the the fact is that they're looking in the world they're in the world or of the world which one because what we see is that if we're going to focus on christ yeah we may be in this world but we're looking at what
3: christ is doing what what we what's our going to happen Lord, with when we stand before our christ Lord prayed in john 17 that that we would be sanctified in the truth his word is truth there are professing believers, a bunch of them, a bunch of them, who, if I said to them, hey, um, let's open up to Colossians chapter 3 and walk through that, or tell me, tell me, what is the Lord teaching me through His Word right now? Or let's talk about what it means to be a godly man. Crickets, crickets. But you say, Donald Trump. You say, 2024 election you say trans rights you say anything anything having to do with the t- gun rights um, you, anything having to do with any sort of political temporal topic and they won't shut up and so my question is do, <laughs> matthew 7 many will say unto me yeah. lord lord and and what is his response i never knew you yeah what why a terrifying thought does he know you do you know him because if that's the case you should want to be in this book devour yeah. and, and it, and and you should be wanting
0: you. to share that what's in that book you should be exactly. wanting to talk about it. look here here's the i have a, a paper every four years i post it and there's one line that gets me in trouble it's it's basically about christians and political activism there's one line that seems to upset most people when I post it. It's the line that I say that most Christians know the Republican message more than the gospel message. Amen. And it upsets people. And I'm like, probably because it hit home. Um, you know, and and so the, the thing is... Um, and, and this is, I mean, I, and I'll just say, I see the comments going. I can't even keep up with all of them to flag them, to try to address some I of know, these. I'm trying to do the same thing. Um, yeah. You know, I'll just, I'm going to, I'm just going to say, um, you know, Chris, Chris uh, creation myth says I prefer extremely indifferent atheists rather than uh, professing atheists because, uh, because honestly, I just don't care that much coming from a man whose YouTube channel is, Oh, all about, creation yet yeah, that's why i don't believe you um he he says he's just here to keep an eye on christian nationalists that's kind of his thing um and so you know he was asked by jason what that well, is and well, he says well jason yeah he says someone who wants the u.s government to impose their flavor of christianity oh oh wait professor you mean like you want the u.s government to impose your flavor of christianity because I'll
3: take Christ's version of Christianity. Let, the government let's, can do their own thing. Well, yeah, but let,
0: let's remember. Let's go back to who we're talking about, and let's play a clip. I want to bring you back in. I want to ask you one burning question. You're a biologist. <laughs> I have two biologists here. I have a burning question that that has been asked recently. I'm wondering if you can help out with. I know that. I know that this has it can't be answered by Supreme Court justices. What is a woman?
2: <laughs> oh, you do not want me to go down this road because sex determination and development. I mean, Dr. Jensen is probably more familiar with developmental biology than I am, but um, that's a really complicated question, especially when you consider the the complexities of human biology. I, look, I, I actually do. I talk in class about sex determination, chromosomal determinants, hormonal determinants, genetic what, what, determinants. What
3: determines what determines sex? Uh, see. That's over that.
2: There's no short. There is no answer to that question that I could answer in the time that we have tonight.
3: Professing to be wise, they a really complicated It is a
2: really complicated question.
0: So it it's not a really question of chromosome X versus
2: Y. One hundred percent no. It's not. And no. You can ask me the question twelve different ways if you want, but you're going to get the same answer each time.
0: I don't think it's all that complex. Uh, I, I would answer it very simply. Uh, a woman is what God who created the women defines it as god god created or he gets to give the definition so it's a woman is what god calls a woman and so as as he mentions here he says i don't want the government to impose any religion uh, except yours you, you want the government imposing the government. your oh, okay. religion that can't even determine the difference between a, a male and a female Don't, don't tell us that you're not religious. That is a religion.
2: Atheism is is one of the most religious religions out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, the reality is that
0: what we end up seeing, you know, this is one of the things I find quite interesting when we talk about the modesty, this will get, maybe go different way, but I remember I was on a college campus. There were a bunch of people that were, you know, abolitionists. They were addressing the issue of abortion uh, I was doing some open-air evangelism. There was a woman that was very, very upset. She had had an abortion uh, because she was raped. Okay? Here was an interesting thing that I asked her because, I, I mean, I personally believe, you know, all rapists should probably be hung. But the, the thing is that I asked her the question, what's your view of pornography? She had no problem with it. In she engages in it and watches it all the time. I said, okay. So one thing we know is that every single sexual predator has always says it starts, their, their problem started with pornography. And we don't want to eliminate that. And then we want to say, oh, but people should just control themselves. You, you know, not all the people that look at pornography go and commit rape. But everyone that rapes has started with pornography. So so don't say you're against rape when you're promoting the thing that helps to encourage it. Right? This is the thing. People want their cake and eat it too. They they want to be able to sit there and say, I want to live my life. I don't want to have to change anything I do. I just don't want you forcing your beliefs on me, though I want to force mine on you. (laughs) Right? So when a Rutgers professor friend here is, is going to say about, you know, pushing a religion, I I have a question and, and, you know, anyone in in the chat, you can chime in. Do you know any state in the union that has a law on the books that requires everybody to go to church on Sunday? Because if there was a Christian nation, that's what we'd be pushing for. Right. When you say that, you know, Oh, you're pushing for a Christian nation. Um, People that were arguing against abortion were arguing it legally as well because it wasn't the the argument that made it legal was was taking the Constitution and twisting it to make it what they wanted it to say. Now the reality is, is that no one's forcing anybody to go to church. Nobody's saying that we can't have. Abortion because it should we should be saying that we can't we shouldn't have abortion because it's the, the killing of a human being. Right? But the issue is that you're not seeing people arguing that you must do this because we're Christian or that you must be Christian. See, that's not the argument. No one's being forced to go to church, but we as Christians are being forced to have to celebrate LGBT nonsense and we can't figure out if you, if you can't use proper pronouns that someone changes in, you know, on a whim, somehow that is a wrong thing. You're hurting someone's feelings. Um, you know, let, let me get to, let me, because this is going to play in well now at this point. But so I mentioned it, that I was going to talk about the in the news section. There is a woman who is suing because she was in the metaverse. For fake, folks who don't know the metaverse, it's this, you know, f- fake world, you know, where you get into a virtual reality. And oh my a bunch of guys in whatever game or whatever thing they were doing raped her character. And she is suing the men that she was playing a virtual game with because it hurt her that she was virtually raped. Mm. These are people that can't separate reality from fantasy okay
3: well yeah but let's uh, so Oof. there's a lot there let me, me go back to something <laughs> a second ago i was just flipping through scripture and let me address believers um I, I know that um um you know we got this guy who's a professor and an atheist and all that stuff in there but let me let me, let me address believers for a second and and drew um Allured to this earlier, uh, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 18, flee, sexual immorality. Flee, run away from as fast as you can, as far as you can. Every other sin that a man commits outside the body is outside the body, but sexual, the sexual immoral man sins against his own body. Or do you not know, listen to this, do you not know that your body is a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you were bought with a price. That price was the blood of Christ. That price was the, the, was, was, was his crucifixion. Therefore, because you were bought with a price, because the Holy Spirit is lives inside of you, because um, you are, your bodies are members, Paul says in a few verses before that, are members of Christ, because of that, glorify God in your body. You, believer, like, again, I, I just want to address believers for a second. You are not your own. You're, you are a slave. You are, are owned by the Lord Jesus Christ, if he truly lives in you, if you are among the elect. To think that you can do what you want with your body when you get good and ready or to think you can do what you want with your body because you're lazy, because you're a sluggard, or because you're prideful. There's the balloons again. That's weird. Um, it's is, 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 is gross sin that needs to be repented of. You are a slave of Christ. You do not belong to yourself. So let the world be the world. Let unbelievers, let those who are more concerned with conservative politics or politics in general, they're concerned with what happens to this earth that's going to be burned up, that is going to be vaporized. They are not concerned with the one who can kill both the body and the soul. They're only concerned about their body right now. Don't be like that. Go against the grain. Commit your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And and if, if, if there's sin
2: you need to repent of as a believer, repent. Turn from that. Well, let me, let me add one. Go ahead. Oh, just one more thing to that. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, use your body to honor God, right? So therefore, rather than being unequally yoked with those who compromise and use sinful means to gain sociopolitical position and power, we should be as Christians, not only speaking the truth, but modeling that truth mm. to that world. If,
3: and if, we, if we're just speaking it and not modeling it, we're no different
2: than than exactly.
3: the people that the Lord Jesus Christ called out in the gospels w- with their lips, they honor honoring, but their hearts are far from me. Go ahead. Exactly.
2: Sorry. We should be speaking and modeling rather than compromising because we are more concerned. And I know this, I, unfortunately to our atheist friends, uh, uh, you know, dismay, we're not Christian nationalists here. So I know this will get in, uh, frustrating with for, for my Christian nationalist friends, um, most of which have ended up muted because they can't act like adults sometimes um, on social media. Yeah. But I'm going to get in trouble for that. Uh, just email Voice Reason Radio. Um, you can hate me there. But the thing is, is that when we, if we're going to say, and, and this is going to make my athe- our atheist friend mad, if I'm going to, as a citizen of a nation where I have a right, I, I know this bugs him. I have a right to call upon and elect uh, uh, f- officials to represent, um, guess what? Me, then I get to, I get to say to them what I want them to to promote legally. That, that's, that's how a representative system works. I know he doesn't like that at all, but that's how it works. So I get to not only call upon them, and vote for them but i also get to tell them as their constituency what i expect of them and if i say it's more important to win the election so compromise away don't worry about what god says then i have done as you said you know i'm i'm, I'm the one who's you know it says, says but haven't i done this and this in your name jesus and he says you're far from me because you didn't obey me you didn't you didn't love me you didn't obey me you didn't do what i, ca- I called you to do but if i say to that representative Sir, understand this first and foremost. You are a sinner before God. You have broken His commandments. You have uh, you are worthy of His wrath, just and righteous wrath. But He has. Uh, you know, a way of escape for you through the the shed blood of Jesus Christ. His death, burial, and resurrection promises you a way of eternal life. So therefore submit to him in repentance and faith. And by the way, now that you know that, you also need to know that God has commanded you to obey all that he says and does. And if you're Mm -hmm. in that position, sir or madam, topic for a different day of whether that should be the case, sir or madam, then that's what you have to represent him as his appointed uh, I, I did not thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you're you're there to represent him as a, uh, the official in which he has placed this trust. And you have to do what he's called upon you to do. And that means you don't promote sin. You don't promote sin. You don't, you, you can make all kinds of laws that benefit people yeah. around the nation, but you don't promote sin. Yeah. And so that's how we as Christians should be doing that. And, our atheist friend gets to vote for elected officials that can promote atheist values, how he justifies those is a mystery. But the point is, is that we both get to do that. And we, as Christians shouldn't be compromising our, our, our beliefs and our principles and the scriptures to win an election. When the people who don't want us to talk are trying to court us for our votes.
0: Yeah. And you know, one of the things, and you can go back a few, you know, several weeks, months ago when we had Anthony come in and try to justify homosexual Christianity, that the the Bible doesn't teach that homosexuality is a sin. And and what did we see? We saw someone that he got, he got upset afterwards and his friends got upset because we spent the time dealing with definitions of terms. He's like, I had eight pages of notes. I couldn't get to him because you couldn't stay with, you want to say what the Bible says about something, but then you want to use non-biblical definitions for things like lust. Right. This is the problem is that, what, you know, like, you know, you have creation myths here trying to argue for, um, you know, not pushing a, a, for Christians, not pushing their religious views, but has no problem with his views being pushed on us that somehow we got to take them out. You don't see any of this being argued for how the, the Quran teaches homosexuality, do you? No. Nope. They, they, they don't care about that. They, they only want to attack Christianity. And don't tell me it's not an attack on Christianity when you have you know, people whose goals they, they, they explicitly say it, that their purpose is to mock Christians and they're being promoted. And supposedly, if you criticize them, that you're in the wrong. You know, it's a, it just doesn't, doesn't work that way. Now, I will say this. He, 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 did, he did an earlier post. He said, you know, striving for training, uh, and thank you again for giving me slash us so much time to have the longer conversation on it. It was really enjoyable because we had him come back and talk about his his view with, you know, as far as men and women. You know, look, we're talking to him. I'm purposely not using his name cuz you know you can go back to previous episodes and get the get his name cuz he's he's not putting it there. And so I I try not to do that with folks even if I know who their their name is. But but the thing being is you know what what we do here is to give people a chance to voice their opinion. We don't censor people here. We're we're not in, in this show we don't sit there and try to say, you have to believe exactly what we believe. We'll tell you what we say, the, you know, what we think the Bible teaches. That's what we're going to do. But we're not going to sit there and say that everyone must believe what we believe. If you don't believe what the Bible believes, you're going to be held to God's standard. And throughout tonight, what you've heard me continuously say is it's about God's standard. All right, I, I want to recommend another podcast for you to listen to on this topic as well. Another one of the Christian podcast community podcasts that came out today was Squirrel, Squirrel Chatter. Okay, and he addressed some of these things as well, and and did an excellent job with it. Be careful with that thumbs up, there, Chris. Um, <laughs> you guys on your iPhone? See, I I could do this all day, and on, it doesn't do anything. I'm not on my iPhone.
2: It's there's a way to change it in the video settings, but I can't figure it out. I'm trying to find it.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So so Chris Huff, you 're not on an iphone
2: i 'm mm-hmm. on my computer
0: huh because
2: yeah its a, it's a mac thing it's a mac I'm thing on a Mac it, but is a, your software up to date
0: probably i keep it I always keep it up to date so so i want I want to real quick address a couple other other things unless you guys have anything else you want to tackle with this. <laughs>
3: No. Okay. Not that so, I haven't already said.
0: Yeah, so let me do this because there, there's a I mean, I won't get to everything that was in the in the comments, so sorry about it, folks. But I will um I will address this one. Melissa had said off topic. Yeah, I, I don't do. think it's so off topic. It's she, not. She said off it topic, but I was wondering if you guys could address pornography in marriage if a spouse continues to engage in it in this sin. Is it considered adultery? My church was speaking on this topic.
3: Yes. See, I'm going to actually say no. Now, hear it out. <laughs> but I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman to, to lust, for correct, her has already committed so, adultery with her. In, so, so in in let's his heart. put it in. Let's. We, I know. Put okay.
0: Context. Go ahead. Context. So the the adultery, right? So so is it a sin? Yes. Okay. Is it committing adultery? Yes. Where, where I'm going to draw a line is, can you get divorced because of it? Okay.
2: So I think it's going to be a, the, it's a, a it's a, that,
0: so. yeah, this is, this is a, a an issue where it is not as clear. I don't think as some try to make it. Here's why there's there. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to argue this as someone who does counseling and have seen this, but there are people who sit there and go, Oh, well, you know, my husband looked at an R rated movie. I could divorce him now. And they're, they're, they're using the issue of looking at pornography as a way of getting out of a marriage.
3: Well, if, if 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 that's the motivation, okay. But I would say that if there, if that's not the motivation, that you have one spouse that's engaging in that, um, and 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 it is there has been multiple attempts at reconciliation, multiple attempts like pleading and working and counseling and everything else, and there's just a, a, absolutely no repentance and. That sin is not going to stay just looking at pornography. It's going to grow. Sin is never satisfying. It always goes to the next level and the next level and the next level. So... I would say, like, I mean, I, I kind of take the John Piper approach as far as divorce goes a little bit. Um, I think, obviously, there are definitely biblical warrants for it. But at the same time, like what what God has joined together, let no man separate. If it's a, to be a picture of the of the gospel from a man's point of view, Christ never leaves us, we should never leave our brides. Um, I understand we, we have permission biblically in certain situations, but uh, with something like this, number one, yes, it's adultery. Number two, yes, it's sin. And number three, if it if it gets to that place where there's just absolutely no repentance and it's just gotten worse and worse and worse, there's got to be other sins going on. There's going to be lying, so, deception.
0: So let's like, let's follow it through logically.
3: Yep. Yep.
0: If you are angry at your brother, it's murder of the heart.
3: Should we charge people who are angry with murder? Hate, 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 hate. Angry is different than hate. Hmm angry i can be angry with you and not hate you well if, you, if there's if there's vindictive hatred like i hope he gets hit by a bus yeah let's okay. say, I'm, I'm gonna I'm angry you like man you really upset me you really you really angered me that's different
0: yeah i gotta I, I, i'm gonna i want to go and look up the actual word there then to see um
3: it's a good idea i do
0: the same yeah and I'm sorry, folks are listening on podcasts and audios. I'm just like scrolling through scripture, which you can't see. Uh, you know, so,
2: so I'm going to, I'm just going to echo while you guys are looking stuff up. I'm going to echo what my brother Chris Huff said. It, yes, it is adultery of the heart. And I absolutely agree, Andrew, the, a, to make the argument, well, he looked at something. Therefore. That's adultery. Therefore, I can divorce is not what scripture is commanding I, and is not indicating. Obviously, the issue is, is that, you know, I think there can be an argument made that, you know, it, um, if you continue in lustful behavior where you're staring at uh, pornography, neglecting your wife, neglecting your uh, uh, the, lo- the love for your spouse, th- that uh, and neglecting your uh, making no effort. Not even acknowledging the sin, I think you're you're now there's a point where it's eventually you're you're you've abandoned your spouse you're you're you're, you're engaging in ongoing sinful behavior of a adulterous nature. Yeah. I think we can make I think that argument can be made, but you're going to have to go a long way to get there. yeah yeah. It's I mean, not, look, it's not the same as as you know. Yeah. In, I as I remember
0: I remember counseling a couple where you know and we're not going to you know, get into detail obviously, but the woman wanted to have relations and he preferred going into, you know, looking at magazines. Okay. And yeah, you're like, hard. okay, like what in the world? But so the the word here is, but I say unto you that everyone who is angry with angry. his brother mm-hmm. is, yeah, yeah. is not guilty. And so to, it's to be angry, to make angry, to irritate, to provoke yeah. to anger. Um, and, and so the, the the thing that I'm going to say here is that, we use the same rage, argument for adultery yeah. as we do with anger so if i'm angry with my brother then should i be treated as a murderer great right? because if the if the if the looking with lust is adultery this is a standard before god but if we're going to take that and put it in the into the physical and say well then if a person who's looking at pornography then the spouse can divorce them then should we put someone in jail for murder for being angry right now the, the reason i'm saying that is because i look i'm not promoting the the use of pornography okay i i i think that that has caused a whole lot of problems in our culture oh yeah oh, but yeah. i want to also say i don't want to say thus says the lord in something that the lord hasn't Said so clearly that I can say, "Thus says the Lord." Agreed. So, so the issue is, like, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you guys outright. Mm-hmm. I'm just being really careful to say, oh, here's actually, here's the context of it, and the being angry with your brother is in the same context as looking with it, with lust. And so, if we say that the one is, you know, is is equivalent to a physical act. Looking with lust is equivalent to a physical act of adultery, not the heart motive, but it, but the consequences to the physical. Then should it be the same for being angry?
2: Right, and, and again, I, I I agree. I think you have to be. There's gonna, ha- there's not going to be a hard and fast point where you can say, "Well, this is adultery, so therefore divorce your spouse." But I think, especially as you say, this ongoing issue yeah. of counseling and just a can. Competitive engagement, not not just in lustful looking, lustful thoughts, but in, an, in a neglect of the spouse to the point of you know, as you said in that one session, we're uh, referring to the one session, like actually not even engaging in the mm-hmm. spouse because the the you know, you you you've done that. I think you have. There are there's a point where you're gonna you know make that that. Uh, potentially make that argument um but it's gonna it's you're gonna there's gonna be a lot involved before you ever get there i think i think of one where somebody said well what about you know an abusive spouse because the bible talks about either abandonment or uh, you know uh, sexual immorality. It doesn't talk about an abusive spouse. And as one person, uh, I think one church was, they basically viewed it as if you have this, if, if you have this ongoing abuse, there's an argument for the abandonment of the spouse, abandonment of the family. And so I think there's, but you're going to have to get to that place where you can say, we there's there's literally you know, uh, you know, nothing we can do to 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 show that there's any possibility of reconciling this. This this is how grievous the sin has become. I, I'm with you on that, uh, Andrew. I don't think you just arbitrarily say, "Well, since it's a lust of the heart, right. and that's I agree with that too. Part, yeah. Therefore, yeah. you know, divorce. No, I would agree with you 100. percent
0: Yes, well, and, and and so, and so I'm just tra- I'm sure just trying to, try to, to be careful with it. Is the thing that you know, like? I, I I know both you guys gave me a look when I kind of it was disagreeing, but it's it's because I don't want to just jump which is where people jump to. I don't want to just jump in. That. So is is the heart attitude of looking at pornography, looking at someone with lustful thoughts, is that in God's eyes just as guilty as doing the physical act? Yes. Well, yeah. Right? It's just like being angry is, is like at the same level, is, is the committing okay. of murder same? Yes. But I don't say that it is... Mm-hmm. punishable by the same act of a physical murder or adultery.
2: No, I would agree with that.
0: You know, now God, and the, and the reason being is like, so God knows our hearts and we can even deceive ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So we we have to take that into account. All right. Um, l- let me do this just cause I want to, I want to, um, I, I, that I, I, Melissa, I thought that question was kind of in line with what we've been talking. So I did want to get to that one. Um, I know there are a bunch of other ones we couldn't address. I want to I wanna talk about a couple things. One, um wanna promote something real quick. Uh there's there's been an update. Some of you guys may be aware in February there's gonna be a conference uh that we'll be going to. Um I'm trying to see if I can uh, I guess I can't get the this picture to show up, huh? Okay. The conference. There's a there's a conference uh, on why Calvinism that's going to be put on by open air theology conference. Uh, the conference.
2: Huh? <laughs> I'm telling people go to the conference.
0: Well, what, what I was trying to do was show a picture because if you go out there, there's, there's a new addition uh, to, to the conference and that picture would include a one Mr. Matthew slick.
2: Nice.
0: Was just added as of today, his picture was added. So awesome. uh, so that's another addition. So if you go and search for Open Air Theology Conference, uh, I encourage you guys to go check that out and to, to register to go. That it, it, That is a good conference, uh, even though Matt's going to be there. Um, <laughs> so, I, you needed that pause for people to get it. All right. All right. So, so... <laughs> let me let me just shift gears. Uh, we got like thirty minutes or so, and and I want to touch on one thing. that I said we wanted. I want to talk in the uh, in the news section in the beginning, but I knew Drew had to go. I, I want to talk a bit about this Jeffrey Epstein client list oh because my. this has been in the news. There's a couple things I think that would be helpful p- for people to understand. Uh, with this. So the big news was a whole big nothing burger, right? Yeah. Uh, did Was anyone, anyone surprised that Bill Clinton was named? No. Was anybody the surprised?
2: In a, the, the dude's in a painting on a blue dress in Epstein's office. No, nobody is surprised. Yeah. Um. <laughs> was anybody
0: surprised with, you know, uh, you know, Prince Andrew, no, the, these are these were known a long time ago. And this is what you end up seeing is you'll see that in uh, basically what the, what intelligence groups will do is give you information that you already knew, but make it sound like it's something new and big, you know, and, and you read the news and what do they say? They, they make it look like it wasn't a big deal. Actually, I, I think it was, I can't remember if it was New York Times. I forget which one I was reading. It was really funny because the way that they worded it, it was that Presidents Trump and Clinton were mentioned. And when you actually dig into it and see how Trump was, Trump was mentioned by Jeffrey Epstein because he landed like in Atlantic City and said, let's go visit Trump. Yeah, that that's, that's a big difference than, you know, someone 53 times being on the plane (laughs) <laughs> and going to islands where these things are happening. They're the big difference, right? But yeah. but Trump was mentioned first and and then it was like as if there's this offhanded comment. And you know, and, and Bill Clinton was mentioned as 53 times, you know. <laughs> but why won't you see anything on this? Okay, so let me let me just give some details. I'm gonna let you as a listener who I believe is very intelligent and would be able to put things together. Um, So what do you have? You have somebody who, by all accounts, no one seems to be disputing that Jeffrey Epstein was involved in human trafficking, Mm. uh, providing girls for very wealthy people, and videotaping things all over the place. There is clearly records of videos that he had, maybe using it for blackmail, maybe not. People wonder how he got all his money anyway, but I don't think it would be a stretch to think that this guy was using the videos he had to blackmail people. Now, what did he? What was he doing? I'm sure he kept it as insurance, but what is it that... Epstein provided for these people. He provided influence. He provided the ability to get one person to get to know another person. And he knew all these people. How did he know them? Because of what he was providing them with. But he kept his own insurance policy. It's very interesting that um, when he was arrested, uh, the FBI went to his island and his apartment and these different places And they have admitted that they found video evidence, but because they went to an island that wasn't under their jurisdiction, the FBI left his residence without taking the video evidence, by the way, Uh, they left the residence so that they can come in properly. But when they came in properly, these videos seem to have disappeared in the days in between.
3: Imagine that.
0: Imagine that.
3: So I saw something today, man, that um, I'll have to find. I was just looking for it. But I saw something today where somebody traced uh, some history all the way back to when Hillary Clinton was first elected senator in New York in 1999, how JFK Jr. was about to blow the whistle on some of this stuff. And then – well, his plane crashes in the ocean, and then they they they, they went back through from ninety nine all the way to two thousand twenty three of the people who died under mysterious circumstances who were all involved in this.
0: Yeah, so there's to the Clintons to the yeah, Clintons. To the Clintons. The, 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 yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting things with people dying around the Clintons. <laughs> they've they've had more people mysteriously die than like <laughs> than most mobsters. Um, yeah. So, but but here's the thing. So you see that these tapes that were used probably to blackmail people, disappear. Okay, here's something to think about, folks. Why was it that Jeffrey Epstein was given a sweetheart deal so many years ago? Well, the person who was prosecuting it back then had said that the reason the deal was given was because he was told Jeffrey Epstein was an agent of... The federal government, hmm, what was he doing? We don't know. Was he? Did the guy lie? We we don't know, right? That we don't know. But the question becomes, who now has those tapes? Hmm. Because guess what? If Jeffrey Epstein was able to use whatever evidence he had to blackmail people, and now those tapes miraculously disappear, well, now whoever has those tapes can use them the same way. So why don't I think that uh, we're going to see anything come out with the list? Like so many people are thinking, oh, the list is going to come out. It's going to be devastating. No, it won't. It's never going to come out because whoever has these, these tapes, they don't want it to come out because guess what happens if it comes out? They lose the influence they have to be able to blackmail whoever they want to blackmail, whoever is on there. Okay. And so that's something that I just don't think we're going to see. I mean, people are like counting so much that we're finally going to get to the bottom of it. I don't think so.
2: Can can we, can we just say how many times, I don't know, in the last half century, we thought, Oh, the corruption is finally going to be exposed. (laughs) And it never, ever, ever happens. We need to stop doing it, you know. We, and, and unless there is a massive and I, I, I almost recalcitrant to use this word, revolution, and the government literally is gutted, stem to stern, things aren't going to change. And if you think uh, voting for your favorite politician in the next election will change that, I got a yeah. each from property in Arizona we'll tell you,
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, two two last things I was going to cover. Let me, Christian myth asked this. He said it was a serious question. So completely serious and not trying to ask a gotcha question. What if spouse, this is back to the spouse and the adultery. What if the spouse says it's cool, or sorry, the the pornography. Uh, Spouse says it's cool or married couples engage uh, indulge together, legit uh, curious where you all would come down. So the issue is that, there's never uh, that I've found never a time where uh, it's one it's both spouses agreeing it's usually one spouse agreeing and the other one just going along with it uh, and it in almost every case I know of uh, it ends up causing nothing but but problems um, so so I know the argument is oh but they're all okay with it they're still acting out against what god's nature and what god has ordained for them to be doing and so saying hey but we agree it's like saying well hey the germans agreed to to kill jewish people so it's okay i mean that is the way that the nazis argued when they were on trial to say you can't say we're wrong because we said we all agree doesn't Mm -hmm. matter because they're not the standard and a husband and wife are not the standard of how to behave within the marriage. Ultimately, it's God.
3: So, not to mention you're you're stewarding. You know, you end up stewarding your time watching a product that uh, is is made with the purpose of objectifying and desecrating and uh,
2: doing harm ultimately uh, to people made in the image of God. Yeah. Um, that's, so that, that's exactly it. I cannot nullify the co- commandments of God. I yeah. can't tell my buddy, Chris, who's a little younger than me and certainly much stronger. It's okay for you to take your rage out on me and just beat me to a bloody pulp. Cause I'm masochistic and I don't mind being beat up. I, I, I cannot do, I, I cannot nullify if he acts on that. He still sins. So if, if God has commanded you are not to look with lust, That is a sin no matter who agrees to it. Mm -hmm. I literally had someone, by the way, tell me on Twitter because I was engaging in a conversation with someone else about this feminist lady who was, uh, you know, had zero problem with her husband watching porn. And I said, yeah, right. And she says, oh, I watch it with him. And I was like, you know what? I am not engaging with you (laughs) further. She got muted. But she, you know, even if you can truthfully, honestly say, and there may be because we are a very twisted people these days that there are men and women who think that it's perfectly acceptable to engage in the watching of pornography together you have violated the commandment of God. God has said you are not to look with lust on, you're not to look with lust with anybody, but your own spouse. And that, that intimacy uh, intimacy is for the two of you alone. No one else to know about that's for the two of you. And it's a husband and a wife just to clarify because, Hey, well, what about, you know, two women or two men? That's a sin too. Um, It's not a marriage. And so therefore, no matter how you slice it, you are committing a sin. There's no way to nu- to personally nullify. Oh, it's okay if you watch it because I say so. No, God has said no. Okay. End of story. So, so he says, and then part of this is, I think, is going to be,
0: um, you know, uh, he says, "Thanks for taking my question," but, but like dot dot dot, the Jews didn't agree dot 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 because. Uh, both parties have to agree. I don't think it's a reasonable analogy, but I take your answer at face value. Okay, so so I'll, I'll agree with that because he, he's right in the way he's trying to use the analogy. So then let me ask Dan. Let me ask you this. Okay, and by the way, he did say much earlier. I think he said I could use his name. So um, so so, and I forget the case, but there was a case where uh, a guy had had put out online that he wanted to be eaten he wanted someone to kill him in in have have sexual relations with him kill him and eat him and another person said i will do that for you and did that and he was on trial and sentenced to jail for killing (laughs) the other person okay and eating him but they both agreed so the question for you dan was was the court wrong In doing that because they both agreed or was the court right in saying that even though this guy posted that he wanted this and someone said, I will do that, that they said it was wrong. Now, I'm going to say they knew it was wrong because of the nature of God, because they know right from wrong that way, the same way you do, Dan, the same way I do and all of us here. We know it because we know—that's that. That's why I say you're a professing atheist, because, as I told you before, you know God exists. You suppress that truth and unrighteousness, but all of us know he exists. And so we get our standard of right and wrong from his nature. And and so, um, let's see, I'll just see what he's, he says. Uh, I'm open to being convinced otherwise, but I don't think someone can— uh, can consent to being killed absent uh, some specific factor that would cause their death anyway. Well, in that case, they actually had the ad he put out there asking for someone to kill him and eat him. So yeah, I, yeah, there's some, some podcasts you could listen to if you want to get really crazy you know dark net diaries (laughs) that you you get to hear strange things that happen uh in the world
2: bigfoot uh podcast thank you i
0: i'd rather listen to bigfoot maybe because that's fantasy there chris don't i mean i still can't get over this chris like it was bad enough no look really Really got a Bigfoot mug. It was bad enough being on Echo Zoe. And for folks that don't get this, go listen to Echo Zoe, the December episode where Fred Butler and I always do an end of the year thing with with Andy Olson from Echo Zoe Radio. And I just, I'm still can't get over that Fred Butler really believes Bigfoot exists. And then to find out Chris, who thinks he's Captain America anyway, maybe I shouldn't be surprised that he thinks (laughs) Bigfoot
2: Oh, oh. I, I have said many, many times I am not Captain America. I am a Captain America groupie. I am old, out of shape Captain America groupie. You, 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 on your own show, have said Chris, Chris is Captain America. <laughs>
0: can you even fit into your Captain America suit anymore?
2: I can. I you not to. <laughs> That's the reason I'm going back to the gym now.
0: Uh, so you gotta be watching Mr. Huff's uh, you know things and and start no, getting in.
2: The, I really don't like <laughs> fe- feeling like ashamed of myself when I watch him do any those cool exercises. He does. <laughs> They're hard, man. I, I, good, I don't man. doubt it. I went to I, I went to the gym this morning. Good, I, I but did you myself. do a cold plunge this morning? See, no, I am no. not insane like you,
0: Sorry. dude. I will tell. I'll tell you this much. I, I will say this, even though I'm getting to a point where uh, I, I'm really hating start starting to really hate. Uh, Emils Wayne, who, who was the one that was telling me about, but then Dan Bongino and, and Dana White, I, I was listening to them and, and this, that's what got me to go. Okay. Let me check this out and see. There, there seems to be a, you know, like, and I, I do sauna therapy. So I do heat, heat therapy in, in sauna. Very good for you. Uh, and I know that there's a lot of science between the doing sauna and ice therapy together. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. I'll just say I hate the cold and I'm starting to really not like EZ right now <laughs> because, sorry, but, but it, it you know, I'll tell you, money in the
2: world. <laughs> it,
0: you are very much alert. I mean, you do it and it's like, I mean, okay, the first two minutes, the first time I had my wife there, like just in case something bad happened, but it was two minutes of me screaming and
3: being like, ah, uh, yeah.
0: you know, the, the next a- day a- was one a- minute. A lot of things for
3: you mental health right? Yeah. It it helps you. Okay. I can push through this. Okay. 11 minutes a week is what they recommend total. Um, depending on where, you know, what, what your goals are, but
0: well, no, it's, it's you're saying 11 minutes a week because I'm hearing like three to three to six minutes a day is what.
3: Yeah. Okay. So, you know, okay. Well, six, five days. No. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, if you do five minutes a day, Seven days a week. If you do five minutes, yeah, okay. So minimum eleven minutes. Oh, oh
0: minimum. Okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, minimum.
3: gotcha. Right. So, so first thing in the morning, it, it releases what's called brown fat, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. It, it's it's fantastic for your nervous system, uh, joints, you know, ligaments, all that stuff. Um, so what they say is, if you're gonna exercise, do the cold plunge first. Start with that. Start with getting cold. Do your do your fitness, and then the sauna. Yeah. Um, right afterwards, well, there, there um, is some work and do all that, it, but I don't have a sauna so, and yeah. I mean, I, I've been getting in a, just a cold bathtub. Okay,
0: so. so, so here's the thing. So you can get a, I, I think my, my sauna that I first got was, uh, the one I got when I got, it was like 140, 150 I think it's yeah. now like 180, 100, you can get an infrared, mm-hmm. not, it's not going to be the best. It doesn't, it doesn't have a consistent temperature, right but it's better than nothing gets Mm -hmm. up to 140 degrees, uh, so it's just this portable thing you can get it on Amazon. If you're really interested in it, uh, just email us info at strivingforeternity and I'll send you a link. But it's just a thing. It's a it's a weird looking thing. I'll admit it. It's this little box. You sit in a chair. Your head sticks out. Your hands stick out. Yeah. So I I sit. I'm working on the computer as I'm standing sitting in the heat.
3: But they have a stand up one now. It's, I think it's yeah. Neurotropic is the company, but they have a stand up one that you build it. And you can get into it. You, you can. I mean, you're fully in it. Um, you can build it, do it. And if right now, I don't know how long the sale is going on, but if you buy that, they are including the portable cold plunge tub. Oh, really? Which, yeah. For Interesting.
2: I just want to clarify. Andrew thinks I'm bizarre because I enjoy watching stuff about Bigfoot. He is willingly freezing himself to death. Good for you. And his neighbors are here hearing him scream Good for you. Okay. Now let, let's let's see.
0: you. <laughs> let's see if Chris is going to still continue with with his line of argument. Why is Andrew doing this? Very simply, Chris. I love my bride.
2: I love my bride too. I'm not I want to be
0: healthy for her and live longer to take care of her.
3: Boom.
2: And that's good.
0: And, and with I mean, my blood pressure my and cholesterol things, yeah well you know if you're in, in great health and you know then fine but you know i'm my health issues this is so so the, the, there is uh i'll just say if you want if people do want to look into the science behind sauna and and some of the things like the ice ice therapy uh dr uh ronda patrick uh, has a whole lot of stuff on uh heat therapy what it does is as as far as the uh, the growth hormones that it, it creates. I mean, so it, it'll reduce your uh, the uh, if you do it consistently. Right temperatures uh, reduce chance of cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's, heart attacks by like over sixty percent. And so those are serious numbers. When you add the ice plunge and there's people, Chris, that what they do is they go from the sauna to ice plunge, sauna, to ice plunge, sauna, to ice plunge. So it's like, I think 10 minutes of heat to, you know, uh, two minutes of cold and and you do several rounds of that. I don't know that I'll do that. Um, I've done the sauna and then I go take a cold shower and I'll tell you this, the cold shower after, you know, 20, 30 minutes in the sauna is not as cold <laughs> <laughs> as when I go into the, into a cold shower just by itself (laughs) so but it is supposed to be really healthy for you uh and we'll see how 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 i do i am not willing to buy a cold plunge yet um you know i will get
3: expensive
0: well it's it's, well there's there's ways so my niece built her own she got she got a freezer yeah a deep freezer that you know she got something she so you just you need some to circulate the water unless you're going to keep you know the bathtub makes it really easy to just empty the water fill it back up and and just the the tap water is 55 degrees that's close to what you want um but then when you you know yeah i mean you want it under 50 um is what they say now what i've heard is that once you go under 50 it doesn't matter how much you go under 50
3: Right. It doesn't feel any different. It doesn't it, feel any different. Whether well, it doesn't, like there's no, there's not any more health benefit for you. It doesn't.
0: Yeah. So the optimal I think was 48. And after that, you're not getting any more health benefit out of going Jay-Z colder.
3: Jason said 39 degrees. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And so, so there's this company out there called Plunge, by the way, and that, this is all they do. They have, it looks like a giant, the b- bottom half of a deep freezer, but it has the water circulator, the, the circulator and, and the chiller. On there. Yeah, so it's always clean. So, so what I told what I told six thousand six hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, what I told my niece was when she she built hers, I, like just just take a piece of rope and put it to the handle of the freezer, so you're not like jumping into the into the plunge and going ah this is cold, then having the top knock you unconscious and. You know, someday later your, your parents will find you frozen.
3: Well, she keeps the top open when she's, well, finished. yeah,
0: but it doesn't mean that it can't fall. Sure. Right. Well, you we'll open, open it
3: like to where it's all the way. Yeah.
0: But still it's, it's all the way, but it's upright. And so if she goes oh, in and okay. it falls down,
3: that's what I said.
0: Just put, just yeah, take yeah. a, take a rope and just tie it to the wall, you know, something like that. Right. But yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see if I can survive this. It'll be fun. Uh, but it is Chris. It is a they, they're saying it's a really good way to the, this is. burning of brown fat
3: loses your weight very quickly. It weight helps with joints, and I mean, especially as you get older. Uh, as my buddy uh, DJ likes to say, on the wrong side of forty, um, <laughs> you, uh, you the joints start hurting. Especially if you're training and you're active, you start you start feeling it, and that's that's a great way to to activate recovery.
0: Enjoy oh man, okay, <laughs> Pastor Pastor. Uh, Aaron Stogner says this, if you're still talking about deep freezing, deep freeze thing, please tell people to go ahead and take the plunge and buy it. <laughs> He's a pun master, that guy. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh man. All right. Well, I think, I think, um, I, we, I know that there's been a ton of comments in the back. I know that um, I, I, I had someone that asked a question we never got to, uh, you know, based on uh, uh, it's a couple of passages in uh, Chronicles with uh, Benjamin's children. Have to try to get to that next week. So if we can, I, I have a feeling like I, I, what we'll probably do next week uh, is we'll probably get into covering, uh, I'm, I'm going to look to hopefully get some of uh, the Remnant Radio podcast uh, to to do a, to at least review a couple of those and, and maybe engage with some of the arguments they make uh, to justify or defend uh, the continuation of gifts. And so hopefully we'll, we'll have some of that. To, actually, since they won't actually debate me, Will actually engage with what they're saying because well, we're not afraid to listen to their arguments. So, and uh, and we'll see. Maybe Dan, if he's still there, maybe Dan will come in one day and we'll continue more conversations with him. Uh, that that was fun. So with that, I think that's what we'll call it a night, guys. Thank you very much for coming in and uh, and adding your wisdom. And we're we'll you're trying to get your 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 thumbs up thing working now, and now it won't. And so, oh, oh, look, someone, another atheist we haven't heard from, from a long time, Michael, the Canadian atheist, Andrew, happy new year, a long time, no talk, hope you're well, same, same to you. Um, And uh, I keep trying to click, oh yeah, someone's saying, someone's complaining that, that, how many people complain when they don't hear ads? You know, you guys should look through the comments. Everyone's like, what? No, no, my pillow commercial. No, we, 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 yeah, know. yeah. Go buy my you pillow. Use now. promo code. SF. You're asking, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, so Dan says, uh, that was fun. If you, if you have a topic I can contribute to constructively, uh, and I'm not at work, we'll see. So maybe we'll do that. Um, so, all right, with that next week, we'll probably deal with, uh, topics dealing with, uh, continuationism and cessationism uh, unless something else comes up. But uh, we'll see you next week. And remember to strive to make today an eternal day for the glory of God. See you next time.
1: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.